real chills. Real scary. Real silly. Real stories. Everybody, welcome to Real Chills. It's another shiver episode. Woo! Yeah. So excited. Yeah. It's great to be here. How are you doing, Meg? I'm good. Getting used to six months later, and I'm I'm now, I think, used to being quarantined. <laughs> uh, so in my stride. How about you? I, I'm feeling good. It's um it's September. It's after Labor Day. So now spooky season for me can officially begin. I'm in my element. I'm very much. Yes. Uh, I feel the same way. I feel like a lot. Like I was talking to my friend, Ed, shout out Ed. And I basically said, I think I'm going to like start dressing up in costumes like earlier and earlier and then just be goth forever. Like I'm never going to (laughs) stop. You know, the thing that I forget where like, but it's kind of like, I don't know, people talk about how Halloween is a time for you to like try something where you're like, oh, I'm going to be like this risque outfit or, oh, I'm going to do this like gothy thing. And then you just slowly weave it into your life. Yeah, that's what's happening. It's like, I'm not going to wear this freak necklace once. I literally got a necklace that just says freak on it. And it looks like it's like (laughs) bloody and weird. I love it. Oh, my family's going to hate it. (laughs) I'm like... (laughs) When you go, you come back from summer vacation and like mm-hmm. you have a new personality. Exactly. That's what, that's what quarantine is going to be <laughs> like for us. It is. Oh yeah. my God. I, well, I told you too, I want to cut my hair and dye it pink. I've never had short hair before, but mm-hmm. I'm like, fuck it. I'm tired of brushing it. I can't yeah. brush it anymore. Yeah. I don't want to brush it anymore. So I'm how just, short, you have to describe it with words. How short do you want to cut I it? I want it to be shoulder length. Okay. But like, but like, like a cute bob. Kind of like a bob, yeah. And I want to be able to just like, just comb through it real fast. You know what I mean? Like, I can't imagine the tangles could be, yeah. you know, as bad as they are now. And how pink do you want to go? Um, I was I wanted to do lighter, but then I was talking to my little brother's girlfriend who is a hairstylist and she was like, your hair's kind of dark. So maybe you should do dark pink and then it'll lighten. So I think well, it's probably gonna be pretty dark. Are you going to bleach your hair? I don't know. These God. are a lot. These are you put me These in the are hot the seat. Tough questions. Tough questions. Uh, I wasn't going to. Again, I wasn't going to. But she's like, if you want it to be seen, you're gonna have to bleach it. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, it's gonna be a whole new me once we get oh, out of here. I'm ready, but also the same old Meg. <laughs> yeah. 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 Still super lame. Not cool. I'm just oh. gonna try to talk less so people don't know. No. 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 <laughs> oh, Meg's cool now. And then it's like, hey guys, what's up? <laughs> no but I'm still I wearing do, my Yankees hat yeah right <laughs> I do like what you were saying feel invigorated by the the spooky season it's fun because I'm I'm a person that likes spooky year-round we know this we've yeah. all we're all here we're all on board we live that life but it's nice around this time because people start wanting to talk to you about the stuff you want to talk about year round. Like (laughs) all of a sudden ghosts are like the topic, you know? So this is my time. Do you think that's how marine biologists feel about like shark mating season? (laughs) Yeah, I do. Probably like shark week. They're like, this is my shit. (laughs) Hell yeah. I do think that they're like, this is, I'm going to impress my friends. Do you think that um, at your day job, the pink hair is going to be a-okay or it's going to be questionable? I think they're going to be fine with it. I dyed my hair purple 
like last year. And oh they were yeah, totally fine that's with it. right. I yeah. was just thinking, I do think this would also be a good opportunity for you to expand your wig collection. Yes. Like what if every yeah. time you're on a Zoom meeting for work, <laughs> have different wigs. Just different. Oh, that would be so fun. I would love to mess with them like that. But I think, I don't know. I think they would be like, are you, do you not take this job seriously? <laughs> That's the only downside because I do think it'd be fun to just look weird and different every time because we yeah. have a meeting every single day. That's a good idea. I just love that for you that you would like, maybe, you, yeah, I just love that idea for you, but yeah. <laughs> it never sounds good when someone says, I love that for you. <laughs> My radar is going off like, oh, this is a bad idea. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Have you been feeling it? Have you been Yeah, I'm spooks? getting ready. Like one thing I'm looking forward to, I am just sweaty all the time in the summer. Mm, so I'm just ready mm-hmm. for that to be done. Like the couple cool nights we've had have been amazing. Mm-hmm. And I definitely, <laughs> I told someone, I was like, I just want to put up Halloween decorations so I can just feel like we're moving forward in time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's not the only reason. That's a it's a big reason for me. But you know, for me as like an avid plant person, it also means that a lot of my garden and my planting is gonna like change. Yeah, Mm -hmm. so you know, it's fine actually because I'm feeling lazy as fuck. Yeah, (laughs) I (laughs) I feel that. Yeah, I'm just like I don't want to go water these peppers anymore. (laughs) Are there any like autumnal? You like that word? Are there any autumnal plants that? Yeah. I bought some Brussels sprouts and some like fancy leafy vegetables that you can grow in the fall. Um, But but it's still too hot. So they're just sitting in my backyard. They're sad. (laughs) Yeah, I hope that they make it by the time I can like put them in the ground. (laughs) I actually meant to, this is a weird tangent. I was listening to another podcast that I always talk about last podcast on the left. Mm-hmm. And um, they have, they were talking about this guy, a guy who made music for plants. It's called Plantasia. Oh, yeah. Have you listened to that? I, I wanted have. to send it to you because uh, <laughs> it's, it's, you know, he makes other music and it's scary and like sat- satanic. Yeah. But then Plantasia is like, it sounds like a video game. Anyway, everyone go listen. If you have any plants, play it for them. It helps you grow. Yeah. So one of the things that's funny is that sketch team, the rhubarbs that I directed, like mm-hmm. they are obsessed with Plantasia and I didn't know anything about really? it. Yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. They use it for like this one sketch that they do. And I'm always like, what is this music? It makes me feel alive. It's always yeah. Plantasia. If I'm ever asking that question, it's exclusively Plantasia. Yeah. Go, go listen to it. Cause it's, um, don't listen to his other stuff. It's scary, but this specific Plantasia, that album is like so delightful and just upbeat. So nice. if you're getting the seasonal sads, go on out and, for your plants Ugh, seasonal sads yeah. I told you so my friend had said that around the solstices the amount of daylight changes very little day to day from June 1st to June 30th we have the same amount of daylight every single day 14 hours and 53 minutes around equinoxes the amount of daylight changes dramatically from September 1st to September 30th the length of day changes by an hour and 15 minutes hour 15 Ugh. minutes we're gonna like change daylight absolutely brutal i'm like i love getting cozy in the fall but i do feel like it explains a lot of why like september feels so different and it's Uh, it does when you're in school or like when i used to work at a university you're like okay like school season starting you don't really notice that change but this Mm -hmm. is the second september that i've not been at a university and i'm like 
you know, I just am like, what is happening? <laughs> yeah, I feel that. I was telling you though, like I, I don't, I, I've become like this. Ugh, this sounds so emo and embarrassing, but I've like I've I have like a weird comfortability with that type of sad. I feel like where it's like, all right, mm-hmm. now I'm gonna play some sad music. And I'm gonna just like no one else in the world exists, and I'm just gonna be <laughs> sad. And I can't talk about it because there's no reason for the sad. So I'm just going to sit in it. And I hope it rains every day in September. (laughs) You know, like I totally feel it. But there's like a little part of me that enjoys like, I'm trying to figure out how to word it. Just like how, like, it's just a way to like, feel that you're like alive sort of, you know what I mean? Or as Kurt Cobain would say, I miss the comfort in being sad. Yeah, I guess so. (laughs) Yeah, I I think it's just like, it's like a testament to like, you that like I have another music quote for you okay. a favorite quote from bright eyes which is when I press the keys it all gets reversed the sound of loneliness makes me happier yeah <laughs> that's the ticket that's the one I'm done talking but that, yeah no yeah you're nailing it I I'm in a weird I guess I'm already feeling it September 9th and I'm I'm already in the throes of it you but. know what you just want your you just want your outsides now to match your inside. Yes. Yeah. I just want it to rain and I'm fine with the dark, but I'm not Meg. the heat. Yeah. It's, yeah. I'm in full bloom over here, but now I'm embarrassed. I'll make Dan cut all of that. <laughs> it got weird. It got on a, on a tangent, but that's fair. That is just how I've been feeling. <laughs> I'm really excited though, as we're talking about spooky season, we've been doing some planning behind the scenes. Yes. Nothing official Woo-hoo. we can share just yet, but uh, we can share the concept. We're doing a hell week in October. Yes, hell week. It's going to be sick. Every day is going to have a different activity, different content, things we're doing. Mm-hmm. We're working on setting up some collaborations, which are going to be mm-hmm. great. So that's coming up. We'll have more specific information once it's locked in. Um, you can follow us on our Facebook page and our Instagram, and we'll be sharing that as soon as we we can. Um, so details are forthcoming, but that's also been making me really excited for I'm Nicole's planning so hell week. Yeah. Yeah. And definitely the listeners like look out for that stuff because some of it's going to be like, you can participate, like it's going to be streaming of activities. It's going to be a blast. So yeah. One of the giveaways is, yeah. One of the makers of one of our giveaways is delivering it to my door tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. 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 And of course all the giveaways are going to be fun, spooky stuff. So it'll be great. Ugh, I, yeah, that's definitely been giving me life the last couple of days, just planning all that stuff out. So same. And I had my first pumpkin spice latte of the season. (laughs) Oh girl. I've been having them since end of August. Get on my level. (laughs) How was it? How was the first one? For whatever reason, pumpkin spice lattes, which are not my favorite flavor, but they, it's because they're seasonal. It tastes like childhood in a way, or it just tastes like a really familiar memory. So like, it's kind Mm -hmm. of like tasting it for the first time every like first one I drink each year so right, right, right it's this, like I moment where it feels almost emotional even mm-hmm. though it's just like a corporate coffee drink like <laughs> that's why they do it and I'm such a sucker for that stuff there's two things that I always look out for one is obviously pumpkin coffee which I do think I would drink year-round if I could but they don't mm-hmm. allow you to also quick recommendation if you're a listener that likes the pumpkin flavor, but doesn't like the sweetness, get the pumpkin cold foam cold brew at Starbucks. Ooh. It will change your life. So there's that. And then in February, Dunkin' Donuts has brownie batter filled donuts. <laughs> and those are the two things a year that I'm like, I like 
I feel invigorated when they. You're not a shamrock shake person. Uh, No, uh, I feel like they're like I feel like something about them makes me like. I guess it's the green. It's like a natural. mm -mm. Also, the fact that it's just soft serve ice cream. I'm not convinced there's anything milkshakey about it, other than it's a cup of ice cream with a straw. And it's McDonald's. (laughs) I just, I don't trust it. Mm -mm. Yeah. I mean, one of the things for me, this is, you know, just to talk about my food issues, because if I don't talk about it, do they exist, right? (laughs) Right, right. So I miss um, lots of things like shamrock shakes, just like trash food that I just can't eat because I dairy just doesn't work for Mm -hmm. me. So that is another reason why, like, when I get to have a pumpkin spice latte from Starbucks Mm -hmm. with Mm -hmm. almond milk or coconut milk or something that I can have because I can't do the soy thing either, like, it's just, like, such a treat because for years, I, like, never had a latte because, like, I went from drinking them to not drinking them because of, like, soy and dairy were the only options. I, I literally welled up tears in my eyes the first time (laughs) I had a coconut milk frappuccino after like probably 11 years of not having a frappuccino I like nearly cry (laughs) (laughs) that is yeah that's awesome yeah Yeah. I get it it's weird Dan doesn't have this like emotional response to food he could take or leave it like sometimes I feel like we're in a competition to see who's gonna suggest dinner first and I always I always lose. He never needs dinner. He never needs, like he doesn't, but for me, there's like this emotional part to it that I'm like, it's, it sets off all my like serotonin. I don't know if it does that for him. So I totally get it, but I don't know. I'm excited to make fall foods. Like I like roasting fall vegetables. Mm. I'm getting excited to eat pumpkin pie. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. Do you like curry? Um, more so now. So <laughs> this is a weird episode. I feel like we're yeah. talking about a bunch of stuff that I never thought would come up. I didn't do curry for the longest time because my best friend in high school was Indian and we played a game of eat this in her kitchen. <laughs> and she made the grossest. I couldn't do Thousand Island dressing or curry for years after it because she made the grossest concoction of all this like those were just two of many ingredients. So anytime I would eat curry, I would associate with that, but I'm slowly weaning it back into my life. So <laughs> I cannot recommend enough like butternut squash curry Ooh. or pumpkin curry. Pumpkin curry is my favorite, that but a butternut awesome. squash is totally fine also. Ooh, I'm totally on board with that. Yeah. I like squash a lot. Yeah. Let me ask you guys something. Whatever happened to predictability There must be some magic clues inside these gentle walls. Sometimes you get a feeling like you need some kind of change. I don't get any of those references. But each week on Talking Sit, Silas P. and a guest do a deep dive and raise up the sitcoms that raised us. Did Mr. Belvedere really sit on his balls? Why do people call him Uncle Joey when he wasn't related to the Tanners? And does anyone else remember Head of the Class? Find out each week on Talking Sit with Silas B. Um, we have some stuff to talk about. I know we've just chatted. <laughs> That's the episode, everybody. Thank you. All right, bye. <laughs> no, but we have some, uh, we have a story today. This is one of the reasons we were trying to figure out like what episode we were going to do next. And we we're like, 
we want to talk about this and we're just going to take all the time. So it's mid-September as we've already Mm -hmm. figured out. And by the time this hits your ears, we will be less than 50 days away from the U.S. election Mm -hmm. before our democracy completely dies. (laughs) (laughs) Due to voter suppression or like mismanaged like responses to the pandemic. Like it's just been wild. But Mm. before election day, let's talk about some things related to our government uh, we thought we'd talk about haunted government buildings. Woo! Yeah, haunted government buildings. Yes, we got a treasure trove. We found this great article from Architect of the Capitol, which is AOC.gov. <laughs> <laughs> a different website than I was expecting. Right. <laughs> but the Capitol has an architect and they posted this great article. We'll link it in the show notes. <laughs> called Haunted Halls of Congress, Five Creepy Capital Legends. <laughs> I love that not only does the capital have an architect, but apparently they're super into ghosts. They <laughs> <laughs> have it all, ladies and gents. Yeah, that's so It was very interesting looking up this stuff. So do you want me to get into the, the first ghosty? Yeah, start us with number five. We're into it countdown style. Heck yeah. Okay. Um, so the, this, these are ghosts that haunt the Capitol building. A popular one... Um, are Civil War soldiers. So during the Civil War, Washington, D.C. was heavily fortified. Um, From this article, uh, in 1862, the military briefly converted the U.S. Capitol into a hospital for wounded Union soldiers. Um, More than 1,000 cots were placed in Statuary Hall before patients were removed later that year. Uh, According to the legend, at least one soldier never left the building. Um, And here are some accounts of of sightings of the ghost soldier from the article 10 Ghost Stories of the U.S. Capitol. Um, One soldier is known to have under gone excruciating pain late one night during a surgery to remove a bullet buried deep within their chest. The soldier died on the operating table in front of the Capitol Rotunda. If one listens late at night, the wailing of the soldier can still be heard, and some have even claimed to see him wandering the hall in front of the rotunda, still clothed in his army uniform. On one occasion, an anonymous staffer in the 70s recalled hearing a soft moaning drifting from the rotunda as his member was being interviewed in Statuary Hall. The staffer left the interview to investigate and again heard the moaning when out of the corner of his eye, he thought he saw a man in a navy blue military uniform walk across the front entrance and then disappear. Mm. Crazy. I know. It's so interesting. I, you know, I have not even thought at all about the Capitol building and how much (laughs) history is actually just in one place and like how monumental it actually is. Yeah. For lack of a better word. But yeah, I guess it was used to as a hospital. Um, So there's definitely like Civil War ghosties floating around. Yeah. The Capitol. Can you imagine them just sitting in on the stuff we talk about? Like them seeing what everyone's up to. <laughs> like, this is what I died for. <laughs> like, this is... Anyway, I just, that's crazy. I know, right? I mean, yeah. the easy joke here is the capital where bills and soldiers go to die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm still glad you said it. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> All right. Number four is John Lenthal, clerk to one of the architects, Benjamin Latrobe. He actually cursed the building with his Whoa. dying breath right like if you make it if you make a dying breath curse mm. that's forever yeah <laughs> you can't takesy backsies that right like, nope nope <laughs> so lentho was working on what's now known as the old supreme court and he for some reason accidentally mistakenly removed a wooden support while they were doing construction so 
naturally an arch that was being constructed fell down and <laughs> killed him. Uh, the tale is that as Lenthal was laying there dying, he cursed the building um, before his last breath. So my question for you, Meg, if you had to die in and also curse a building, <laughs> a building, what building would it be? Oh man. I'm actually torn because there's so many. I would love to, <laughs> you know, yours already. The Adrian theater, Adrian theater. See, that's the thing. Um, the home of fit comedy sports, look up in theater. Just yes. that thing. I would just be watching like, because they always say all theaters are haunted. So the Adrian Theater, which houses like that yoga studio. Right. I would just have things to do all day. It'd be great. Yeah. See, that's the thing. I, so I was thinking helium would be a fun one. Cause then you could see all the comics <laughs> and you could be mean to people. Like, you know what I mean? Like you could scare people if they're, they don't laugh or something. So that'd be fun. But I also feel like it'd be so fun to be a ghost at Penn State. Cause I went to Penn State. Mm-hmm. So I know oh, some oh, people you? are, well, I feel like I need to say it because if you don't have that context and you hear me say a ghost at Penn State, you're like, what? <laughs> what if you haunted another Creepy. school? What if you just went to haunt a different university? Just I'm just at Pitt chant doing like the Penn State like <laughs> chants. Yeah, no. Yeah, that might be fun. But um, I do love this story because it's such a classic like shitty Monday story. You know, you're just climbing up on a roof and you... <laughs> Just gotta, you have one last beam before you gotta go home. And like, I totally, like, if I was at my job and I died doing it, it I'd be like, fuck this place. <laughs> I hope Mondays. It burns. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody's got a case in the Mondays. Yes. He's just like <laughs> laying there. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, I guess helium, but I do think it'd be fun to, to F around at Penn State. And what just, building like, on Penn State's campus? You have to pick a building. Okay. <laughs> it's getting weirder and weirder. But if you went to Penn State, you're gonna judge me. I would do the Shandy Gaff. Is that a bar? It's a bar, but we call it the gaff. <laughs> of course it is. Meg haunting I a mean, bar. You basically haunt a bar now. If my usual haunts. Yeah. <laughs> that's the thing is like, it's not a classroom. That's for sure. <laughs> it's, um, it's this bar. We just call it the gaff and it's super trashy, but I loved it because it was like dance music for girls. Like it was like, it was like in sync and like, all I want for Christmas is you by Mariah Carey. And they have these giant drinks. Like you could buy like a pitcher for like of liquor for like five but anyway I would haunt and it's super old it's like a historic building already mm-hmm. so there's got to be some fun fun ghosties in there so anyway Shandy Gaff final answer <laughs> I was gonna say the pro of like dying inside helium is that they'd have to put your picture in the case right oh my god uh, <laughs> now I'm torn again yes they I mean they better I have this on record right now if I die in helium they better yeah Right nice. next to Chip Chantry. He <laughs> <laughs> was right. still very much alive, if that sounded like that. <laughs> that's not like the memorial section, but that's who I'd want to be next to. <laughs> nice. Do you want to do the next one? Yes. Okay. So this next one's super fun. It's apparently John Adams hosts Capitol, uh, Haunts Capitol Hall. Uh, what happened was during a debate on the floor of the House of Representatives about the Mexican War, Adams had the floor and was speaking. While giving his speech, he yelled no in regards to the resolution, then collapsed into his desk. He was moved to the speaker's lobby where he fell into a coma and died two days later. Some Capitol employees claimed to hear his footsteps, someone shouting no, or even the sounds of what seems to be Adams trying to finish his speech late at night. (laughs) Crazy. What a bummer. 
dude, all these people need to stop dying at work. It's so sad. I mean, thankfully we have workers comp now, I guess, but yeah, I don't know. Can you imagine dying and then your final, like your thing before you could go to the light is you have to finish the speech. Like the war is <laughs> over. About voting for a resolution that you're just like, also, what if he was actually voting yes, but he was doing it in a very like flowery <laughs> way. way? He's just like, no, one can say that this yeah. is not <laughs> the right be resolution. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. John Quincy mm-hmm. Adams shouting no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that would be a really fun sketch. Like his ghost just shouts no and like just disrupts like regular ass. Yeah. Life. yes that would be really fun just in the capitol building yelling now at people yep yep all right we have two more this one blew my mind because i just had never heard of it before moaning william preston talby was shot by a reporter the reporter is from the louisville times and so now in the stairwell where he was shot he's occasionally heard mumbling in 1887 talby's career ended after a correspondent for the louisville louisville times wrote an article alleging an affair over the next two years, the former member who worked as a lobbyist and the reporter bumped into each other. So they had like a back and forth and Talby would tease the reporter who was like a lot shorter and basically bullied the reporter until right. he shot <laughs> in the stairwell. I guess we're laughing about that, but I still think it's kind of ridiculous. He died 11 days later. So There's a stain on the stairs of the Capitol building that's often attributed to the congressman's blood, which is pretty cool. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. I also heard that if if a reporter slips on the steps, they see him. What? <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Yeah, he doesn't like reporters, FYI. So, well, this would be the t- <laughs> what a man ahead of his time, apparently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He knew. He knew back then. Yeah, it sounds like he, it was like a cl- like he was just a bad guy, right? Like yeah. he did a bunch of bad stuff and got called out for it. Yeah. And then it was and then like murdered. a giant bully. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> why don't we hear more about this stuff? How do you know how long ago this was? 1887. Okay, that might be why. <laughs> Things have changed. Also, he wasn't, it seems like he wasn't serving at the time. He was a lobbyist. Oh, right. So right, like, right, right. you know, he used to be serving at the Capitol, but then he was just working there as like a third party, essentially. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would love to see Ghost Adventures do Capitol Hill. Oh, that'd be cool. That'd be so funny. Could you like, imagine Zach Baggins just disrespecting <laughs> John Adams? Yes, that's exactly where I was going with it. Just be like, I hear you hear John Adams. Mad respect, bro. Like, Have you seen the movie Hamilton? Yeah. <laughs> you would totally do that. Oh my God. Uh, what I would give. I'd give any amount of money to see that happen. Because I, you know, I'm already picturing him like dressed up like one of them, you know, like in revolutionary <laughs> or just anyway. Sack Baggins in a powdered wig. Yes. Let's make it happen. Yeah. Tweet at Zach Baggins. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Please do that. Oh, it'd make my whole life. Okay. Are you ready to hear the, the story that inspired this all? The the craziest haunting of Capitol, the Capitol Hill building? I'm so excited to talk about this. Okay, cool. So apparently there is a demon cat that haunts the halls of the Capitol building. It's also referred to as DC, which I think is super fun. Uh, The legend dates back a few hundred years when cats were introduced into tunnels to help with the rat problem. People believe DC is a cat that just never left. Uh, The first sightings came from watchmen late at night. 
It's reported that while on duty, they'd notice a small black cat, but as they were watching, it would grow as big as a lion. And then if the cat would see them, it would pounce and then disappear right before making any contact. <laughs> yeah, it's a whole dang, lot of Dang, dang, dang. <laughs> That's why you don't be a watchman ever. Yeah. Just steal. <laughs> Just kidding, don't do that. <laughs> its home is said to be the basement crypt, which was originally intended to be a burial place for President George Washington. Didn't know that Capitol had a crypt. I think that's insane also. <laughs> what are they used for it now? Also, are the Watchmen called the Crypt Keepers? Because that would be great. The Capitol Crypt Keepers? Uh, that'd be so cool. I don't think they... I don't... I have no idea. I, I didn't look into that. Uh, I guess we'll have to figure it out. I don't know what they use it for. Probably if anyone nothing. knows, please let us Hopefully know. Nothing. <laughs> yeah. So something is just like a ghost cat, while others believe the cat is a harbinger and note sightings that, of the cat that have happened during presidential elections or in times of tragedy. So it said the cat was seen the night before both JFK and Lincoln's assassinations. What is this cat? It's the Mothman's pet. Yeah. And then- <laughs> <laughs> so oh, yeah. I love that. <laughs> so cute. It would be so cute. I was also thinking like, what if the cat's a lock, like a Loch Ness monster type thing where it's just like a really old thing that's just lived forever. Yeah. And it just takes on the form of a cat. So people aren't as threatened by it. Oh, I was just thinking like, you know how some people are like the Loch Ness monster is definitely a dinosaur who's just like alive. Oh yeah. 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 It could be, could be something like that. It's just some dinosaur. The final evidence of this cat is in the concrete of the small Senate rotunda. You can see little shallow cat footprints. And this is concrete that was placed in 1898 after the Capitol building was damaged by a gas explosion. So that is the story of the demon cat. What would you do if you saw a demon cat? Honestly, like lose my mind. I I mean, I would want to keep it, obviously, (laughs) right? Don't you want to? Okay, what would you do before I sound insane? I mean, it's hard to like say, like, because it depends what the cat's doing at the time that you see it. But if I was walking in the Capitol building as an employee and I just saw a cat, I'd be like, you're coming home with me, cat. Let's yes, get, get yeah. in my purse. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Even if it was like it had flames behind it or something, I'd be like, look at the little trick you can do. Oh my God. <laughs> Let me, like as someone that just craves validation in general, I, I can't think of something more satisfying than getting validation from like a demon ghost cat. I mean, you basically have a demon cat in your house now. I Darcy's kind of an do. asshole. She's, she's truly a monster. <laughs> she's so mean. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I already have a demon cat, basically. She's not a harbinger, though, as far as I can tell. So. <laughs> she's a harbinger of getting scratched, is what she's Yes. Not yeah. That's fair. Yeah. I have scars, which, like, I was like, great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I think it's the cutest little. I can't believe the Capitol building has all of that in just one building and we don't hear about it more, you know? I'll be honest with you. I don't think that I know. I don't think I hear anything about the Capitol building's general functions that often. Yeah, 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 that's news. true. So, that's a good I mean, point. I would definitely be interested. I know that you had said that there's even more stories than what they touch on in this article. So definitely check out the article. Um, it'll be in the show notes. And then, like, I know, especially if the D.C. Capitol building is this haunted, can you imagine what some of, like, the cap like the state capitol buildings are haunted yeah. with like mm-hmm. and the white house i heard the white house has a lot white of house stuff going on super haunted we've definitely talked about it in one of our early episodes but we'll have to dig into the white house a little bit more and the capitol building we didn't touch on this one they also have like a haunted tub why do they have a tub in the capitol building i don't know it killed a vice president apparently from what i remember reading wow wow yeah. killer tubs 
You know, though, I would say that if your building has a crypt in it, like you deserve to be haunted. A little bit. Yeah, you're asking for it, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's an invitation, a literal invitation. Also, what happened where George Washington was like, nope. Like, do you think they made it for him? And he went down and he was like, hmm, too creepy. (laughs) I'm just going to do a graveyard. This is too much. (laughs) Isn't he buried at Mount Vernon? Uh, Wait, is Mount Vernon George Washington? Oh, God. I'm not a history. We need Seamus to come back. He's the history guy. (laughs) Okay. Google, the first result is George Washington buried alive. (laughs) Wait, what did you say buried alive oh that's what google tried to get me to (laughs) try to trick me wow google i think it either a knows me too well (laughs) or b is like trying to incriminate me in some way so right (laughs) that's so weird yeah yeah i mean i love this story i know that we talked about we wanted to to touch on this because we're in the spooky season mood, but we're also in the democracy season mood. Yes. Uh, as much as, you know, we're, we're all tired. We get it, but I don't know We're by the time you guys hear this, we're like, I said, you're going to be less than 50 days. We're all less than 50 days from the U S presidential election. That's a big freaking deal. Um, I, yeah, we don't have to get into it in too depth, but I will say there's a couple organizations that I wanted to recommend for our recommendation portion of the podcast. Like, yeah. Yeah. A lot of people probably know I'm a big fan of listening to the Pods of America podcast selections. They have some really good shows, but they are doing a thing called Vote Save America where you can sign up to do phone banking, text messaging, all kinds of stuff. So votesaveamerica.com is a website you can definitely check out. I'm really shocked and also horrified all the time about all the voter suppression mm-hmm. things that are happening. I'm a big fan of Stacey Abrams so far. So yes, she has yeah. an organization called Fair Fight. Um, it's fairfight.com and they're doing a lot of work to help alleviate and fight against voter suppression specifically in Georgia. And you can also become a poll worker. If you're healthy, if you're somebody who feels like in this crazy global pandemic times, that's something that you could do to like be of service to your community and to democracy and to help ensure as much as you can, as any, as much as any one person can help ensure fair elections, right? Like being a poll right. worker is one way you can get involved. So no specific site to recommend there because literally if you Google it and you Google your, your nearest towns or like I'm in Delaware, I'm going to Pennsylvania. I think I can to be a poll worker. That's like something you can look into doing. So mm-hmm. we're going to, I know that uh, you've been, you, we talked about this before. <laughs> yeah. We're going to talk about our voting plan. Our voter plan. Yeah. Which is totally fine, right? It's two days out. It's totally okay to not yeah. have a specific plan yet. Uh-huh. But like, let's talk about the plans. One thing you can do with your friends and family is at least talk about like what their plan is to mm-hmm. vote, right? Because if you have a plan, if you make tangible steps, like if you take it out of like the abstract idea, it, it's just more likely that people who have a plan will follow through with it or will have the tools that they need to be able to follow through. So right. it just removes barriers. So I don't know if you want to tell people like where you're, what you're thinking so far, but I know that I have a very lazy plan, but I, <laughs> yeah. I have the luxury of living in Delaware. So for all the good and the bad that I talk about for Delaware, we have vote by mail, regardless of um, your ability, whatever. Like, so I ordered um, the ballot, to vote by mail. I'm still waiting to receive it, but I'm confident that they'll get it, that that'll be fine. And I can put my energy elsewhere. 
Nice. Yeah. I, I don't have a plan yet, but I'm leaning towards voting by mail. I, I don't know if you've noticed this, but both Instagram and Facebook are like checking in. Have you seen that? Mm-hmm. They give you like a little message. So I think I'm just going to nosy <laughs> as hell. <laughs> yeah. But I, you know, girl, I need it. So like, I'm definitely going to probably click that link. Definitely going to do probably. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to hold you to that. I mean, okay. let's see what the last day. Are you registered to vote in Philadelphia? Let me just, why don't Wait, I just do it right now? Everyone listening right now, if you're not driving, open your phone <laughs> and make your plan. If you're going to, so the options are voting by mail or walking into a place, right? Yeah. Obviously. Okay. I don't know if PA has the ability to drop off a ballot ahead of time. PA, request your mail-in ballot Ooh, and submit so to your easy. local election office. By October 27th. Nice. So, or you can do in person in Pennsylvania. Yeah, so this is like crazy easy. You literally just write like vote by mail and a ton of links show up. Yeah, you do have to order it though. And with things slowing down with the U.S. Postal Service, which is a whole nother branch of ridiculousness and Scary. vote suppression. <laughs> yeah. And also just like a million other problems that come along with it, like you have to plan ahead and go ahead and do it. So just do it. That's my thing. And I think that's maybe other people's things where I, there's no doubt in my mind that I'm going to vote. Like I, I do feel a duty to this country. And I, I mean, you know, if you want to be heard, this is the way to do it as I'm told. So I think it's more just don't let it pass you by because everyone intends on like, I I don't feel like most people are like completely hundred percent. I'm not doing this, you know? So don't be that person that just waits too long. And now you can't. Cause that sucks. Yeah. Also, if you are the person who's like, I'm not doing this, you can tweet at me at, at Alyssa Truss and we'll have a conversation because <laughs> she'll uh, be nice. That sounded very threatening. <laughs> no, I just want to understand. And we'll have a conversation. <laughs> I want to understand, right? Like where I find your house and I go to it. <laughs> listen, it's Twitter. I'm just curious, right? So I mean, yeah. like, yeah. and I'm also not like. Because I think sometimes people just don't get to have that conversation or don't get to feel heard. Like, I can sympathize with the sentiment of, like, I don't want to vote. Like, my person didn't get it. Like, Mm -hmm. spoiler alert. Like, as if you've ever seen me do comedy, you know I'm a queer Asian woman. Like, that is a thing. I'm Mm -hmm. left. Like, if you don't think I'm left, you're kidding yourself. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, I get what people are like. I'm, you know, I don't don't like the choices. I'm not happy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But, like... I think that there, sometimes people just don't get to like be heard and have those conversations. Mm -hmm. So if you want to do that, you can just tweet at me at Alyssa Truss and we'll see where it goes. And you can always block me. That's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, disappear. but keep listening. (laughs) But, um, and I do, I did want to say that like listeners, I appreciate everyone that listens and we don't care if you, which way you vote, like just do it. Just go out there and do it. So if you're not going to do it, tweet at Alyssa. She won't be mean to you, but... But I do have questions. <laughs> yeah. Be ready. Be ready to answer a bunch of questions. But <laughs> yeah, I do think it's important. I, I actually, I'm, I've been getting calls nonstop, calls and texts from people. And I had ordered food. So I, normally I don't answer, but I thought it was my food. And this, I talked to the That's how lady. we get you. Yeah. <laughs> And you know, it really, it sounds crazy because like you normally hate those calls, but she was so cute and nice. And I was just like, okay, I got to do this. And um, she was calling for a certain political party, but she said the same thing, which is just like, you want, you know, with voter suppression, with like 
mail-in, whatever, you, you want to be able to, to exercise this right. And everyone should, as a person of this country, do it. So yeah. end of the day. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, long story there's short. a lot of stuff going on. <laughs> there's a totally lot of stuff going on, but think about it. It's just make a plan. Yeah. Yeah. Make a plan. Do a little checklist and then you can check it off when you do it. <laughs> Number one, don't give a fuck. <laughs> Number two, <laughs> plan for the day. <laughs> yeah. Then you can check it off and go back to bed at like 10 a.m. I am going to double celebrate on the day that I send in my my mail-in ballot. I'm going to go get myself a pumpkin spice latte. I love it. That's how I know it's fall. And then also yes. on election day, I'm going to get a pumpkin spice latte and I'm going to drink half of it and then fill the rest of the cup with alcohol. Hard yes. Liquor. Oh my God. Are we taking election day off so we can do this? <laughs> it sounds so fun. <laughs> Let's hope. So. <laughs> All right. So this has been our Schiffer episode. Um, Make sure you follow us. Meg, where can people find you? Yeah, find me. Please follow me on Twitter. I'm trying to break a thousand so I can be considered a real person. Um, My Twitter is Meg Gets Money. Gets is spelled G-O-E-T-Z. You can also follow me on Instagram too. I have a lot of fun posting crazy stuff there as well. So. Oh my gosh, I'm such... An asshole. We didn't talk about your great sketch. Oh, can we just do okay. that real quick? Let's yeah, talk about it now. Yeah, talk about it. Yeah, if you follow me there, you can see a new sketch I wrote. It's actually about wearing a mask, so I'm keeping political. Um, and it's just... <laughs> I, Why it's a political thing is like beyond me, I but yeah, I get don't it. No, I don't know, but I don't know. I, <laughs> I didn't tell many people this. I posted this on YouTube, and it's basically me dressed like a goth person threatening to ruin Christmas if people ruin Halloween (laughs) by not wearing a mask. So go watch the video. But the only comment I have on my YouTube so far is some some person I don't know. And it just says, F the mask, exclamation point, exclamation point, and like a million exclamation points. That's the only comment. And I'm like, oh, this is going good. (laughs) (laughs) My favorite of your sketch, um, of your list sketch is, I will lick all the candy canes in your house into shanks. Yeah, I like the Christmas shoes for Mama one. Yeah. Write, a, write a new song for sale, Mama's Christmas shoes never worn. <laughs> I think that one's my favorite. But yeah, there's a lot of those. Um, the fun thing about this, if you're a comedian, is I actually wrote this as a listicle for McSweeney's and they rejected me. So I just turned it into a video. So if you're bored during corn times, I can't recommend enough just writing. And then even if you get rejected, just doing something else with it. Because yeah, that's all I've been doing. Just make weird art. Yeah, it's just fun. Just do it. I find it delightful. And any excuse to dress gothy, you know, Yeah, I'm on board. Uh, if you want to see me, you can follow me at Alyssa Truz on all of the things. Meg is featured in this. We are trying to sell the movie Friendsgiving, which yes, I am in yeah. and was one of the producers for. So if you're a big Hollywood tycoon with distribution <laughs> links, please uh-huh. get at me. Um, the other thing too is I'm about to reach peak gecko. So I, <gasps> yeah. So at my variegated, so reticulated Instagram, you can follow all of my gecko adventures. I currently have six. I'm about to have seven and then I will have no more geckos. You're getting another one. Time. Wait, time out. So first of all, say the Instagram again, because it's kind of confusing if you don't know. Yeah. Because geckos. it's a secret, it's a secret plant word mixed with a secret gecko lizard word. So okay. it's variegated, like variegated plants 
reticulated, like a reticulated python or a reticulated pattern on a lizard. So it's variegated, reticulated. You can find it if you find me at Alyssa Truz on Instagram. Um, mm-hmm. The link to the other Instagram is in my bio. So you can find it awesome. from there. Awesome. Okay. And you're getting another gecko? Yeah. So I made friends with uh, someone from my, the heart or the hometown of my heart, which is Pittsburgh. Um, <laughs> I made friends with this great person who breeds geckos out there. And he has a baby gargoyle gecko, which is the kind that I wanted. It's called, why is it called a gargoyle? Can you just Google it real quick? Cause yeah. while we're out, just look at them. Oh my they're God. so weird. So they're like my geckos now, the, the tree climbers, but yeah, he's a Whoa. baby. I've always wanted they're a so hatchling. Cute. Yeah. Oh my God. I'm so excited. I was just thinking about your Instagram because I want to see more gecko content. I was yeah. sad there wasn't more up there. So yeah, I posted a couple of pictures in the last couple of days. I've been trying to be on my, my other one, not on the Alyssa Trez one. I've been putting all my stuff they're over there. So. so guys, you should follow this. They look like little dinosaurs. They're so cute. They're wild. They're and a good wait, old time. Are you getting it like immediately after it hatches? Oh, so it's already hatched. I have pictures. Um, he messaged me today. and was like, hey, before I put this up in my shop, like, do you, are you interested? He's like, I would be happy to like give you a friend price or whatever. And I was like, I was like, I don't know. I'm not like, I basically know that I have room. I have room for one more gecko. And that's mm-hmm. also the last kind that I want that I don't have. So I was just like, this would be my last gecko for probably like 15 years. And right. But at the same time, I'm like, it's cool. Like it's somebody who I've become Instagram friends with. And I'm like, it'd be cool. I think he's not going to breed that kind for a while. So I was like, it'd be nice to have one of his. So yeah, now's the time. Yeah. Do you have a name yet? Oh yeah. His name will be Chilaquiles. Chilaquiles. Yeah. <laughs> so like the delicious Congrats. like Mexican breakfast dish that's just like nachos in a pan basically Love uh, it. it's one of my favorite foods of all time because all of my geckos are all of my lizards are named after brunch foods I love it. I love yeah. it so much. So yeah. Dude, I'm so excited for you. <laughs> How's Sam? How's Sam feeling? He brought home um what is it? I keep calling it an air blaster organ. He brought home some like crazy ass like music instrument. So <laughs> So you're in the clear. I love this. We're I can't all wait good. to get married. Everybody's good. <laughs> and then we're just gonna be like, oh, okay. So you're doing that good. We're I'm all thriving. Yeah, it sounds like you're living your best life. That's awesome. Yeah. So, all right, cool. Well, I'll see you soon and stay tuned. Make sure you follow us on all the things at Real yes, Chill Podcast mm-hmm. um, because we're going to be posting stuff about Hell Week coming up pretty soon. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Keep an eye out. Bye, Meg. Bye. Find us at the places you get podcasts and subscribe. Visit our website at realchillspodcast.com. know someone who should be on real chills go to realchillspodcast.com and tell us more special thanks to valerie to artwork by libby rundell music by sam williamson real chills podcast is produced by meg getz and Alyssa traskowski this has been a presentation from the wasted robot network for more information and links to other shows please visit www.wastedrobotrecords.com slash podcasts.